down assorted stationery, most notably two small leather-bound books with silk ribbons marking their pages. On the wall, previously hidden behind the shelf, were pinned three magnificent watercolor paintings. The first proudly displayed her mother and father, the second her gorgeous twin sister, Annalita, and the third her handsome younger brother, Joshua. After filling the kettle with water and clamping it into place atop the steam pipe, she turned a valve on a transparent tube on the forward wall just above her, conjuring the distinctive green light of what the members of the crew called a flow light. She slid a fountain pen from its leather sheath in the wall and loaded it with ink. By the time she'd loaded it properly and found a blank page, the kettle was bubbling merrily for a badly needed cup of tea. She found a pouch of her favorite blend, clamped a pinch of it into a wire cage, and prepared a nice cup. The soothing warmth and heavenly aroma finally perked up her brain sufficiently to get to the matter at hand. Dear Mother, she scrawled in precise and curving letters, it has been three weeks since my last visit. Captain Mack has been attempting to teach me to smell the wind as we travel, which is what he claims allows him to navigate so well. I honestly don't know how he smells anything over those sickly sweet cigars he smokes, but the whole of the crew seems always to know just how far we've traveled without so much as a glance out the window, so there must be some knack to navigation. I'm doing my best to work it out. A louder and longer than normal creak prompted Nita to snatch up her teacup, hold her pen in her teeth, and hold down her book. The ship tipped and swung, causing some of the smaller crates to shovel across the floor and spilling some water from her kettle to hiss against the pipe. A moment or two later, the swing reversed itself, and after another minor one, things settled. For instance, we've just made a hard turn to starboard. I believe that means we're nearing the trading post. We should be there in about five hours or so. I'm looking forward to it. Lil says the people along the southern border of Rim make music boxes just like Father used to. This post is very near to the southern edge of Rim, so I'm willing to bet they'll have some. I'm curious to see how they compare. I'll be sure to bring you one. I've just finished reading your second-to-last letter. Please give Joshua my congratulations on having his sculpture displayed in the mayor's office. I can just imagine how proud he is. And, if things outwork properly, I hope to be home long enough to see Lita's performance in the ballet. It's wonderful that the opening night falls during one of my visits. You wouldn't have anything to do with that, would you? As you know, I've been doing my best to teach the crew how to care for their own ship. After spending their lives afraid to so much as tighten a bolt for fear of angering the fug folk and being banned from further repair, it is difficult to convince them to try their own maintenance. Coop has no interest in it at all, but he follows directions fairly well and is a decent assistant. Lil, bless her heart, tries her best, but she's a bit hopeless. She doesn't quite understand how important it is to do things in the right order. Yesterday, she tried taking a pipe cap off without shutting off the pressure and bleeding the system. You should have seen how far that cap flew. Gunner, on the other hand, he's a natural. 
it stands to reason, since, as he's so eager to point out, he is the only one with a college education. The problem is his education is in destroying things. That's not the sort of person I'm comfortable having maintain a boiler. Nita stopped writing and tilted her head, a sound just barely at the edge of her hearing catching her attention. It didn't take long to identify it, and she was already hastily stowing her things when a gruff voice echoed out of a tube on the wall. Whalers, all hands on deck, the captain ordered. Without warning, the ship started to pitch violently to one side, sending crates sliding free of their restraints and across the floor. Nita scrambled to her feet and bolted for the door. She braced herself against the wall and navigated the narrow hallway to the ladder to the next deck, meeting Lil at the top. The petite little firebrand was already dressed, or more likely still dressed, as she tended to sleep in her work clothes. Time